Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Apps. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. And we are not talking about Romeo and Juliet as we were for the last 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> no, we're talking about something different. Something different. <laughs> <laughs> Aim your sights a little higher into the stars of Starcross. Ooh. Ooh. But first, I have some breaking Riverdale news. Wee-oo, right. wee-oo, Riverdale news. Yeah. It is confirmed by Roberto that it is coming back on January 20th, 2021. So now it's gone from most likely rumor to total confirmation. By Roberto. God, this season, just the things we've heard. Okay, we said this before. We're not going to give them any guff for doing three episodes and then a five-year time skip. No, they do what they need to do. I'm just going to give them guff for doing a five-year time skip. Seven years. Seven years. Cowards. Wee-oo, wee-oo. Here's another breaking news. Fans are outraged. Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse have broken up, and people are blaming Lily for changing the storyline, and that's why... Betty and Jughead are broken up after the time skip. There's no way that the writers could possibly have wanted that. (laughs) Now, okay, a couple things. It's pandemic, so a lot of people broke up during this time. When they were stuck apart? Stuck apart. Um, Two, I think we heard about that breakup storyline a long, long time ago. We talked about it on an episode of our podcast from the spring. Uh, Three, that's absolutely something Roberto would do, so I'm not going to put any blame on these people that's no, absolutely these poor would, actors roberto would definitely be like you two are broken up now because we're going to, have to break up betty and jughead and like Lily's like no no i can be a professional like i will uh, mm. I, I, i'm an actor no this is hard for me to ship now <laughs> i feel uncomfortable knowing you're not in love in real life that's why i broke up veronica and archie that's why she dates reggie <laughs> there's no no precedent for that in canon Veronica has never dated Reggie in canon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems like a nice man, but... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> so that's my Breaking Riverdale news of the day. No, I mean, that's uh, it's good to know. This is going to be a weird season. It's going to be a weird season. I'm still going to call them cowards for being like, oh, we don't know what to do anymore. Skip forward seven years. Ugh. You know, I was okay when, um, when Tree Hill did it. Because they, for some reason, made each of their seasons of TV half a year of high school. So the characters started as juniors, which meant they could drive and legally fornicate and, I don't know, do the things that, like, half adults can do. Look, if uh, what I'm saying is if you're going to do a time skip, people better come back with scars and after having trained on a planet with higher gravity. But that is exactly what happened in One Tree Hill. They trained they, – <laughs> they came back with scars and – Strength of training on another planet? One of the characters played Smash Ball, and then he came back in a wheelchair, and then uh, he played wheelchair sports. Yeah, okay. So, like, they actually did come back with scars. Okay. <laughs> and I'm, new experiences. Look, the only things that do that do time skips well are animes. So if if Riverdale... Riverdale, I'm going to say this right now. Riverdale has the has definitely the, uh, the background to come back very anime. So if they're going to do that time skip, they better do, like... A, a one piece, all the characters are separated, but we'll meet here again in five years once we've all trained and honed our powers. Do you think they killed Mr. Honey? Yes. Me too. <laughs> I sure hope so. I don't think he's going to be a character anymore. I hope all these characters are sociopaths. Oh my god, more Breaking Riverdale news. Wait, wait, wait. It didn't end with them doing it. I thought they... But he was super dead. 
Oh, yeah, someone else no, but, did it. Yeah, no, he was captured. Remember, he was on tape. I have was, more news. They all visualized it. Yeah. Um. Remember how Hermione was no longer doing oh, the Oh, yeah, she's, she's back she, for a season. Yeah, she renewed her contract. Yeah, she's like, ah, fine, whatever. But you know who didn't? Skeet Ulrich. Nah. I mean, here's the thing. I'm fine with the seven years. I think they might have him die of cancer. Oh. Well, because they, they're, they're going to want to give Jughead a very sad uh, thing. That's true. And I and the, re- the only reason I say cancer is because that's very cliche. And if there's anything to know, know about Riverdale, there you go. And they already tried to do with Hiram, but they needed Hiram. And I at this point, I guess there's three episodes really left. I'm like, I, I can't see how he would. I guess he's the sheriff. Is he the sheriff? He's still the sheriff, right? Uh, he, he is the sheriff. And he also leads a bike gang. Right. Because you can do both. Right, right, right. We can't talk about Riverdale. No, we're we have not. better shows to talk about. We do about. have better shows to talk about because we're going to talk about Starcrossed Season 1, Episode 5. Dreamers often lie. Dreamers often lie. We begin in a episode that is jammed packed with plot so many storylines <laughs> setting up the premise the premise of this episode the atrians the atrian seven are going to be allowed to finally go to town i have a question yeah how come sometimes gloria gives announcements in their classroom and then sometimes she gives announcements in this auditorium Aaron, i don't know and like the humans are all like it's not like she takes <sighs> the atrians away like the humans are always there for these announcements so they can make quippy snarky remarks Uh, the 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 out so the in-universe explanation i'm going to give them because i like this show so i'm willing to give them these things is that sometimes gloria has time in her busy schedule to give announcements during that class ah during homeroom other times she has to do a specific hey everyone meet me here at lunch or call them in at a certain time i have another question how do you think they chose the participants in the homeroom with the Atrians? Oh, I don't... Because there are some people who should not be in that homeroom. Eric. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't know. The other homerooms do seem like they could be just as terrible. And I still can't get over this. I do. We're going to do the Atrian 7, but have three of them not be characters. They We sometimes kind of see them in the background. They have no lines. They have no names. They're nothing. They might be played by the same actors. I it's... can't confirm that at this moment. So why not just make it the Atrian 4? Well, I mean, they're, they were trying to make it like the... What's it called? Something 11. The, the, the integration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which was, which, and they were called the whatever town it was, 11. Mm-hmm. But they didn't even go with 11. They did 7. So and they were can... like, we can't handle so 7 why, characters. Why they just drop it down to 4? Or give all seven characters something to do. And, like, they don't need storylines, but, like, give them lines. And names. This show is weirdly hesitant with giving people names, which we will get to. But right now, they're having this talk about going around the name of the town, which I don't think they told us till now, because I think I remember this. Their town's called Edendale. Yep, it sure is. Which might be a real town in Louisiana, but I'm like, are you making some sort of reference to Eden? Because you have a lot of religious iconography Stuff. around. Um, Yeah, so they get to go to downtown Edendale. They can go anywhere they want downtown. Yeah, but they have to be back for curfew. Which is 9 p.m. Yeah. Which is pretty late. If anything, this should have been the trip Drake tried to escape on. Now, I'm curious why they're is 
I guess curfew is when they have to go home within their yeah. sector. Okay. Yeah. It's not like they have to go to bed at curfew. It's that curfew is the term for get on the bus, go back to the sector. Can't stay out all night. But, like, in the sector, does, like, nightlife stop at 9 p.m.? I don't – I think there is actually a curfew in the sector. I think I so, I think they too. mentioned that, like, it – in, I mean, that would make sense because, you know, they are a very oppressed people. Of course, they're going to be like, no, everything shuts down at this time. Now, in a shocking turn of events, one of the humans is actually con- concerned about the Atrian welcome. In, in a not shocking term of, turn of events, it is Emery. And Emery says, will they be safe wandering around the town? Uh, Subtext, where Red Hawks are? The- <laughs> yeah, it's... We guess it's about Red Hawks in this one, uh, but Gloria's like, nah, nah, there's going to be guards, there's going to be things like this. All these kids are far too quippy. They're so smart. They're, they're so on the ball at insulting each other with, like, some biting repartee. Anyway, uh, after this meeting, we get a little bit of Emery being... Emery and Roman have twice per episode, I think this is going to be the thing now, they meet at the beginning... Go. And they're like, oh, <laughs> oh, how, what's what's going on? Some weird thing's going to happen today. Then they're going to be at the end going, this day was weird. Anyway, goodbye. So they talk about how things are weird. Yeah. But then Grayson pops on up. He's like, I got his movie tickets. And that just makes it weirder for Roman. So he's <laughs> He's out. out of there. Meanwhile, Roman goes to his new best friend. Lucas. And- <laughs> because Julia's not in this episode. No, no. Well, I mean, Lucas was, to, to, to be fair, Julia was just sort of the connection of him to Lucas. That's true. Because <laughs> Lucas, Lucas is still using his phone to try to ping the other which, phone. good for Lucas. He could have given up. Yeah. I mean, this show could have dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> the, which lesser shows would have been like, well, they tried it for one episode. Doesn't work anymore for plot reasons. So Lucas is going to keep trying. He yeah. thinks that they turned the cell phone off. Which would make sense because it's not gl- normal it's cell phone. It's not Gloria's normal cell phone. Yeah. It's her secret cell phone. And She turned it on to watch the video. Yeah. <laughs> And Roman is just generally sad about this. He's yeah. feeling disillusioned about his dad. He just needs to know. He just needs to know what his dad was up to. Yeah. He's real sad. All right, Aaron. Plot line number one. Vega. Well, I guess it's plot line number two. Plot line number one is the overarching plot line. Yeah. Two. Well, I guess this is number three because number two is Emery and Grayson are going on a date. Oh, right. No, and also Lucas is – so this is four. <laughs> okay, but what's an overarching <laughs> plot line? One is date. Two is – <laughs> Lucas looking for phone. Three is... Vega is doing some stuff. She is going to take advantage of this great welcoming of Atrians into human society. And Vega, being a terrible person, is like, well, now with this, we'll need... Uh, you seven Atrians are getting a chance. So we'll need one Atrian. Looks at her daughter. Drifts past to Drake. And he's like, Drake seems like the right person to do a sneaky mission. <laughs> I mean, that's because Terry let Drake take the um uh take take the the what would he call it? Not the the blame, the opposite of blame. Take all the glory of yes, getting the box. Glory, thank you. And to be fair, words. I don't know. We find out what this what this mission is, and it's mostly digging a hole. <laughs> So I guess Drake is the right person to do this. Well, I'm not sure if it is. I think the idea is like, so Drake's going to have to meet up with an operative outside um, and essentially give them the box. Everything after that was not actually described. <laughs> so maybe, maybe, maybe that the was operative just, just goes rogue. Just like, now you got to dig a hole because I hate you. I'm real mad at you for being a ma- – essentially she's mad at him for being a teenage boy. Yeah. 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 
But we're not going to get there yet. First, Terry is just very <laughs> upset for being snubbed. I like, I like that Terry's arc has been, well, Roman won't date me, so now I'm a terrorist. What do you mean the terrorists don't respect me? Really? Terry just wants someone to love her. Yeah, and so she went to the terrorists. And unfortunately, the leader of the terrorists mom. is her mom. But she also doesn't want Terry to do... Actually, we, we, here's the thing. we actually do not know what Vega's relationship with Terry is now that she's in the tracks. That's true. Yeah. All we know is Terry's side of things, and Terry, unfortunately, is 16. All right, Aaron. Time for another plot line. In this plot line, terrible things are happening. I think gl- that person with Gloria is her mom? Yes, I get that. Yeah. Okay, I know it's her mom because in the credits, she's credited as Gloria's mom. Okay. Well, that makes it easy. So, um... Red Hawks have broken into Gloria's house and are just generally just spray painting it because yeah. they're real mad that integration exists. Yeah. I, I, I like this because this shows the Red Hawks are actually like doing stuff that's not like because we, we only ever really see them in the context of people uh, standing outside and shouting and shouting at the um uh, at the Atrians. But this shows that, like, yeah, they're also Gloria, who's sort of the face of the human face of integration. Mm-hmm. They break into her house, so Gloria's hiding there with her secret son and her mom. In a panic room. Mm-hmm. And they explain that also a shopkeeper was basically beaten almost to death yeah. for selling something that, like, indicated that Atrians exist. Yeah, for, for being pro-Atrian, What we find out later is he was selling, like, Atrian t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. So what, was he even pro-Atrian? Maybe not. <gasps> maybe he maybe he was just a capitalist. Like, we don't know. And, if, and there's one thing I have to imagine about these Red Hawks. They probably like capitalism. They probably do, but they don't understand. <laughs> so, uh, so Gloria comes up with a plan. She's going to bring her son to Elgita. And her mom is like, what? definitely no human can... Okay, what? And also humans can't find that. That seems like an Atrian place. <laughs> well, then I'll have to have an Atrian find it. Hmm. Mm. Glorious plot. Emery is so excited about intri- about integration. Yeah. She's so excited. Grayson, are you excited? And Grayson's like, um, yeah, pretty excited. And she's like, do your parents hate it? And he's like... Yes, but they won't do violence. I feel like my parents, who are the leader of a terrorist group, are anti-violence. I know they don't like Atrians, but I don't think they're going to hurt them. I'm like, oh, you sweet summer boy. (laughs) You're so dumb. But, I mean, he just hopes his parents aren't that kind of people. He hopes that they're racist in their hearts, but not racist in their hands. It's very clear here that his relationship to the Red Hawks is very like more of a dynastic type thing he's not actually part of the organization which seems like the vartan essentially got mad at him because he knows who grayson is obviously because grayson's yeah. the son of the leader but not like oh boy you're supposed to be on our side and so Though i will say that scene set it up very differently yeah they were definitely like setting something up only to surprise us yeah so um this scene takes place while they're waiting in line for their movie but then grayson gets a phone call and he says, I got to take this. Yeah, so he says a whole bunch of stuff into the phone. We don't hear the other side. And he says, it's Eric, uh, and he needs a ride. It's some sort of emergency. And 100%, I thought that was a wild lie. I had a, sus- I had a suspicion, like, is this, like, oh, are we doing a turn that Grayson actually is bad? But no, Eric does need a ride. Unfortunately, it's not just Eric. 
No. So um, luckily, Grayson leaves M at the movies. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, I'll be back. Save me a seat. It's going to be fine. We're still going to have our date. I just have got to go get my bozo friend. Well, I assume Eric did actually give him more details on the phone. I hope so. Because you, you, you see Grayson was like, what? Like, he he knows that there's something bad going on. Also, Grayson knows Eric pretty well, it seems. So what's the bad thing, Kevin? Well, turns out Eric uh, went to a Red Hawk meeting, met a couple guys outside, and then... He was told that he would be the lookout, and they were just going to, like... Do some mischief. Do some mischief. Do and, some like, snooping around. Like, well, like, spray paint some stuff. Mm-hmm. But then it got out of hand. Because these Red Hawks also beat up a shopkeeper okay, earlier. no, here's okay, the thing. Yeah, no, this is actually weird. This is very confusing to me. So we're going to skip ahead a little bit, because eventually... Um, uh, Grayson will kind of explain what go, what what went on here because what happens is that Eric and the Red Hawks are like go 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 and he drives off and then the cops come and Eric and the Red Hawks run off but Grayson is like no I'm, I'm gonna, gonna stay sit. in my car. Well, also he's like what am I gonna it's my car yeah if I just run away they're just gonna look at my insurance you're gonna be like well <laughs> look at this car unfortunately these douche Red Hawks leave the spray paint in the car yeah so Grayson is immediately implicated yeah. I would say that I actually thought the way this path was going to go was it was going to be like Emery was going to be like Grayson. Maybe he actually is a Red Hawk. It's jumping ahead a little bit just because I, I want to. Uh, she doesn't think that. No. <laughs> she immediately's like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so I, I guess because I, I did get confused – I kind of thought that maybe the shopkeeper beat him up was the same night and they like did a beat up and then. Yeah, it's the when Grayson is coming out and talking to Emery, I was at parents place in this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, he he mentions to her that like, um, oh, these guys, apparently they beat a um, uh, a shopkeeper, you know, like, like half to death. Uh, for wearing the shirts. They also did have spray paint, but Gloria talking about it, or Gloria's mom talking about it. It seemed like it was a different day. Yeah, so I wonder if, I wonder if the scenes were re-edited. So I was wondering if they didn't catch the people who did the beat up, and so they want to, so um, Grayson obviously gets arrested, and they want to charge him with a hate crime. Yeah. And so I wonder if they're coming down harder on him because they don't know who did the beat up. But but it is revealed that those people did do the do the beat up. Those people did do the punch. Yeah, the many punches. They did so many punches. I think I think the problem is is that this ep- like the scene with Gloria was originally supposed to be later in this episode. That would make sense because because definitely these definitely it's they did the, do the beat these up. Guys, yeah, these guys did do the punch, the many punches. Uh, but. But they also then they, de-escalated from all the punches to the spray paint. I think what no, I think exactly probably what it was is they went out there to spray paint this guy's store because they they said the, what they said when the Red Hawk said when they hopped into the the mm-hmm. jeep was like now let's see what what uh, what they think about that store like they mention a store. You know what though? Um, in the scene with Gloria and her mom, yeah, they say that they listened to the police scanner, so they knew what was happening at the store. And that's why they went to the panic. I room. think maybe we should just these things maybe should be concurrent, effectively, yes. because I almost thought that maybe these were the guys who were in Gloria's place until we heard. Oh, I thought they were the guy guys in Gloria's place. Yeah, it's it's weird, but essentially what it eventually comes out to is that these guys took great took Eric to be a lookout. Well, they went to go. Sp- 
like essentially smash up this guy's store, mm-hmm. sp- do a bunch of spray painting, beat him up. Maybe they didn't expect him to be there. I don't think they actually cared all that much. Or they or they did know he was going to be yeah. there. It doesn't matter really matter maybe, in the after effect. Maybe they roamed from beating up the shopkeeper to Gloria's house. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, I, th- I think the Gloria thing might be unrelated. Not unrelated, obviously. <laughs> but. but. So the next day at school... Um, Emery is very concerned about Grayson. Eric is like, yeah, he super got arrested. You need to talk to him. You'll, yeah. You, screw you, Eric, coward. Yeah, you <laughs> abandoned your friend who is a good boy. Well, and usually usually the, oh, no, you should talk to them about it is like, well, it's, you know, I shouldn't be the one to tell you what happens. Like, Eric, you should be the one. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're the reason he's there. But if there's one thing we know about Eric, he is he, a coward. And he folds. Unless if he's in a gang fighting up, other, beating up rich kids. True. Then he does punch. Eric is most powerful when he's with Atrians. Er- <laughs> Eric is most most powerful when he's part of a mob. <laughs> as we all are. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lucas is very excited because he got a ping on the phone. It's in the school on the third yeah. floor. Uh, we get to learn a little bit uh, more about Atrians here. Apparently, Atrians can see into ultraviolet range. So um, Roman finds a piece of paper that appears to be blank, but it's written on in a color that humans cannot see. I love a boy pointing at it and being like, this is my dad's handwriting. And Lucas being like, dude, there's nothing on the paper. And everyone's like, oh, I can see colors. You can't. Yeah. Seeing ultraviolet, though, I think sucks. Yeah. Because of sun. Yeah, that seems awful. Yeah, they definitely see the world in different ways than we do. Uh, anyway, may- maybe not spe- strictly ultraviolet, but, like, they can see outside the color range. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what this is, is, like, it, let's be clear. It's like a it's, poem. It's a riddle. Yeah. It's a riddle. <laughs> it's a riddle poem. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, but it's also directions to Algida. Yeah, because it needs to be something that only Atrians can find, which yeah. makes sense. And because Atrians can see different than humans, we're going to get a lot of stuff where Algida becomes this, like, like, man, it feels like these agents should have been here for, like, a hundred years, doesn't so, it? I feel like Algida is something from their myths that then was, like, taken. I I was believing that as well, because some other stuff comes up that doesn't work. Anyway, what I like about this scene... Is it- that Lucas is like, so you read the poem, you want to tell me what this whole riddle is about? Yeah, tell me what this means. And Roman does. Yeah, Lucas is, or Roman is like, well, I don't know. And Lucas is like, I did the, I did the phone. <laughs> I didn't tell anyone. I did the phone, Roman. I'm your friend. Come on, minorities. We stick together. <laughs> and Roman's like, oh, right. There are human minorities, too. Let me tell you about the myths and legends of my society. Uh, racism. Um, <laughs> and... He talks tells a little bit about Algida, mostly just being like, I mean, the things they they only ever refer to Algida as it's a place in the bayou. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Roman thinks that this was left for him. It was his father's gift to him. He was meant to find it. And I was like, ooh, a gift for the like it's a gift for a son. Ooh, wrong son. Yeah. Oh, yikers. Other son. Gift so for the sad. other son. So, we don't dwell on this. Instead, the seven get to head into town. Yeah. Sophie could not be more excited. Oh, yeah. So excited. Um, Terry inserts herself into Drake's mission. So, Terry takes advantage of, like, the internalized misogyny of the prison system. Oh, they won't, that they won't look in her purse. They just want to touch her boobs. 
I think I think it's more of they they don't want to be like oh god they're uh, tampons. tampons oh no you don't look in a woman's purse so Terry is gonna take that cube and put it in her purse and then you know when Drake finally makes contact with Soperative then he can have it back because he's a dumb bozo well actually actually I like that she because she does this in steps first she's like I'll get I'll get the cube out of here for you and then they're outside like give me the cube he's like no no I'll hold on to it until you meet up you know it's safer that way <laughs> you. <laughs> My mom pulled me aside after the meeting and said that I needed to help you. She said that I have to hold on to the cube for you. I, this is what it's supposed to be. I'm like, oh, Terry, you just want to be a terrorist so bad. Oh, you poor sweet thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile. Taylor is watching this and Taylor just thinks Drake is the most sexy convict. So she's like, all right. He's not a convict. But she has the attitude of like, look at that sexy convict. That's true. Uh, I mean, he, they are getting off what is effectively a prison bus. True. Uh, so she needs to figure this out now. So she's going to go to get some get some inside help. And she decides that Sophie. <laughs> Sophia is the, is the right help. person. <laughs> yeah, and she was about to like hang out with Lucas, and she's just like, "You, me, girl stuff. <laughs> Let's Lucas go." Is like, okay. Yeah. So instead, Lucas goes to go give some information to Roman. Yeah. And by information, I mean Roman's like. Please tell me, how do I get to the bayou? Yeah, so he tell he tells him the riddle again. It turns out part of the riddle involves the they said like go towards the ebbing sun, and he's like, well, this Ebbinson Road, which is a creepy, weird back road that I know of, I guess. <laughs> okay. Also, in this episode, I guess Lucas is throwing a party. They keep okay. There's a, they keep calling they it keep Lucas's calling Lucas Lucas's party, and it seems like it's just a bunch of people decided to go to a restaurant. mm Hmm. I don't know how's Lucas's party. It's not. There's a scene missing, right? <laughs> I think there. I think there's a bunch of scenes missing. <laughs> I think this this episode is all edited weird. So Roman does not take Lucas on this journey. Yeah. Because Lucas has to throw his party. Well, also only Atrians are supposed to find it. So. But first, before we find out about Luke Roman's journey, uh, Taylor and Sophie go to a store, and we see some really cool, like clueless level Tryon technology. Yeah, we we have new future tech. And I love that the, the, when this show does its like subtle future tech. This is something that where Sophie can li- Sophia can literally. I think it's Sophia. I think it is Sophia. Uh, she can literally just stand in front of a machine, and it's literally a trying on try on room where it will just like show the clothes on her, and so she could just try on all the clothes by going through this screen. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. While this is going on, Taylor just like asks some questions about Drake. It's weird that she she's like, "You you and Drake ever uh, dated each other?" I'm like, I'm like, have you talked to Sophie? Has she, would you expect her to date anyone? Well, at, not only that, I'm like, no, Drake hangs out with Terry all the time. Yeah, you if I would love to see her go over and be like, <laughs> "Hey, Terry, let's go." And Terry be like, "No, like, no, you're coming with me." It's just like alpha females just head clashing. <laughs> 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 Fine, if not you, I guess I'll take Sophia. She won't say no, at least. <laughs> um, while this is going on, Drake is busy sitting on a blue bench, well, dropping a note for his operative. Yep, he had to hide it underneath the bench. He's trying to be very subtle about it. Unfortunately, up comes Roman. Well, Roman didn't see it, though. No, he doesn't, which is... No, R- Roman just sees Drake hanging out. It's like, hey, what's going on over here? Hey, you want to talk about Algida? I know you really like it. Hey, you want to do some info dumps for the audience to make this just actually more confusing? So I guess you have to find Algida basically by finding Charon, the keeper of yeah. River Sticks. They, they have to find Jester. 
And uh, instead of giving him two gold coins, you set three fires. Yep. And then he'll come and he'll, like, the, the thing is that the Drake says it's so deep in the bayou that, you know, you'll have to set three fires and the boatman will bring you across. I'm like, okay, so maybe this is all, like, adapted from their, their, mythology. their mythology. But, like, the way it's adapted is wild in ten years. Like, this... But there's things that come up that don't feel like they're adaptations. They feel like they are actual, actually just how this works. I guess maybe in some ways, though, you have to tell the story of how to find Algida through myth and legend because otherwise it'd be way too obvious for the humans. Yeah, so when they hear Algida, they're just like, ah, oh, it's like Olympus or whatever. Yeah. Ah, oh, oh, those silly, superstitious, space-faring people. They so believe in Greek myths. <laughs> Don't they know the Greeks were in pastimes? I can't get off. I sometimes think back to the fact that the Atrians are a space-faring civilization. And humans are like, huh, they're dumb in backwater. Oh, look at the look at these you know, lesser people who, who understood how to do space flight in such a way... That they could get to our planet. Like, we don't even know where their... We, humans, yeah. don't even know where their planet is. No, it's presumably not... It's not... Oh, not presumably. It's definitely not in our solar system, which means they have to have some form of faster-than-light travel. Which means maybe in some ways the human's fear of the Atrians is valid. <laughs> Except- not the Red Hawks. Not the Red Hawks. So, Emery goes to visit um, Grayson. We sort of talked about this scene. Yeah. Um, but Grayson talks to his parents about how he, before he talks to Emery, he's like, nope, I didn't want to turn Eric in. Like, oh. he was just a sweet dummy who got tricked by some Red Hawks. They're very angry that Grayson didn't turn, turn his it, friend in. didn't flip on Eric. And so they're going to flip on Eric. Oh, I guess their lawyer called Eric and... Just had a little casual conversation. Yeah, then, you know, he's just going to go to jail for a little bit. When he gets out, we'll take care of him, you know, with our infinite money. We're going to give him a job. We're going to pay for his family to have a place to live while he's in jail. No big deal. It doesn't matter how this impacts his future as a star <laughs> teen athlete. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> swimmer. Well, yeah, specifically swimmer. Best swimmer. Best swimmer. So Grayson does not like this conversation with his parents and does tell Emery about it. And she's like, well, no, this is where I think there's another cut scene because the doorbell rings and, then and it's he's Emery. Outside. And Emery just walked up to the Red Hawks, like, leader's house. And she is openly the one that is very pro-Atrian. Yeah, well... They have, yeah, well, they know because she's the one who gave the big speech and went viral giving the speech. But they also, they must know that Grayson is dating Emery. No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would they know that? Well, they know, like, he was on a date with Emery when he met with Vorton. Var- no, he was, well, not really. He was, he wasn't on a date with her. They met, just, they just met at the, um, uh. I thought they went for dinner at the seafood restaurant. No. What are you. The only time that so they they went, Grayson Grayson and her went to the um the what do call the carnival together, and then they had the um the 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 date with Eric for the carb load. I thought they also had a dinner together after the carnival. No, their, their first and that was where Vartan was like, "Hmm, you're pretty terrible yesterday." No, their their first date was was literally this omen thing that they didn't get to go to. Anyway. We, keep on, keep on. They, they, didn't, they didn't kiss until last episode. We don't see her interact with his parents. We do see him filling her in. And she's like, hmm, guess we have to figure out who did all the punches, huh? Yep. 
at, at first it seemed like they were implying that Eric wasn't a Red Hawk, which is why they were, were fine on flipping on him, because he's not a Red Hawk. But he's a baby Red Hawk. But he is a Red Hawk, actually. He's, at, as, as sweet boy Grayson says, um, well, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a Red Hawk, but, you know, he's, he's, he's a nice guy. <laughs> and because, All right, Grayson. And because Grayson believes in Eric. Emery believes in Grayson. (laughs) Fine. Because you think he's a good guy, we'll we'll go to see if Eric can remember anything about that night. We gotta find those dirty punchers. Meanwhile, Roman walks through the forest. He sees the path in ultraviolet. Yeah, somehow they marked an ultraviolet path. I mean they're spacefaring they're a spacefaring civilization. He is followed by Grace. I don't know if the Gloria. show Gloria. Sorry, I don't know if the, the show is trying to be mysterious, but uh, it's very clearly Gloria. Yeah, <laughs> it's very obviously Gloria. Who else would it be? She, but she is wearing a hood over her head Ooh, for sneaking. I, she's wearing like a knit hood that has, <laughs> like, she knitted it at home. It's got a lot of holes in it. It's not sneaky at it all. It is not subtle. Uh, <laughs> speaking of not subtle, over at Lucas's party <laughs> at, at the crab pot. Um, Drake is just sitting at a table waiting for his operative. Just sitting. Just sitting there. Uh, meanwhile, Taylor comes in and has bought Sophia clothes. So, because everyone gets what they deserve tonight. Yes. As she looks at Drake sitting alone at his table waiting for the operative. And I just went, oh, oh no. Oh yes, oh no. <laughs> so, so Taylor goes and and sits with her and her aggressive flirting makes it seem like she's a spy <laughs> like this this is sitcom level hilarity uh, and i i don't mind how ridiculous it is because it's just these two teenagers and they're just being like hey it does make sense that you and i together and drake goes i guess it does i never would have expected this well you know what i'm here for don't you I I think I do. She's like, all right, well, then let's go to the bathroom. He's like, okay, all right. And then they go to the bathroom and have sex. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, okay, so now, Drake, now you got it. Spoiler alert, Drake doesn't get it. Yeah, Drake does not got it. Even after that. Ha- even after she takes all her clothes off. He's still like, man, you're a weird spy. I like it. She's like, what do you mean? He's like splashing with water to learn she isn't a spy. It's great. So um, Grayson and Emery go to visit Eric, and he's like, yep, definitely going to go to Droofy. But Grayson, you're a sweet boy. I can't let you go down for my mistakes. It's just just all these 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 friends trying to protect each other. But then Emery is like, look, neither of you have to go to jail. Why don't we just figure out who did this? Why don't you, we, we'll go to who actually did it, and we'll get the police to go for them. And the boys are like, oh, I guess <laughs> I guess we could do that. And then Emery's like, so what kind of car did the bad guys have? Yeah. We we learned that they didn't drive a car, but they were they were bikers. There's a lot of biker red hawks. So I know I knew they were referring to like motorcycles, yep. but in my brain I was like, they're just riding around on their ten speeds. <laughs> they got the ten speeds, you got a sexy skeleton paint job on it, just ding ding. <laughs> hey, you got, hey guys, wanna do some hate crimes? I really ding, wish ding. it was ten speeds. Well, and you see them when they're at like uh they're all they're all dressed up in like like biker gear, but they're sitting on their ten speeds. <laughs> That's how they're un- unsuspicious. Hey, Atriots go home. Ding ding <laughs> and they just have like a little water gun and they're like Ah, <laughs> uh, but no, they're much worse. So uh what we 
get now is Terry has somehow discovered who the operative is. Well, no. Terry has gone to sit at Drake's table. Oh, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Terry sits at Drake's table because that's where he's supposed to meet the operative. Yeah, it's, it's not done very – because the operative is already there. So it does sort of look like T- Terry just slides into another table because the operative is Zoe. Which is disappointing. Zoe seemed like, you know, a human who was maybe kind of on the side of Atrians. But instead, no, she was. She wanted them to be on the swim team. No, she didn't. She did. I think no. I think Zoe was no, Zoe was the one who constantly, she was like, she was disgusted by Taylor, you know, being into Drake. I don't think she was ever really. Zoe stood up um, for the Atrians against Eric. I don't remember that. It is true, because I was like, oh, she seems like a good one. Right. And there weren't a lot of good ones at that point. I remember her being the one who made the sex joke. But, <clears throat> Zoe is not a good human. Zoe is a bad Atrian. They, they do this thing where they make all of the um, uh, all of the meanest humans into secret Atrians. No, weirdly. Like, Bo- like Beaumont and Zoe. Next thing you know, Eric's going to actually be... Though Eric's actually getting more and more friendly with the Atrians. And we've seen Eric in water. Vartan is <laughs> going to be revealed. <laughs> like, they, 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 they make the, the people who come out as the most hatred towards the Atrians. Like, just be like, oh, actually, they are Atrians. I mean, that's how you hide in plain sight. Yeah. By being aggressively mean towards but- yourself. Yeah, yeah. But that just makes me think that, like, Var- like you know, Vartan's going to be revealed to be a track. Grayson's parents. And there's, and, and there's just, like, it, it feels like the reveal's going to be, like, actually, there's no racism at all. Everyone's an Atrian. It's, it's, it's just really bad communication. <laughs> Can you imagine sending out secrets, like, all right, well, you got to go out, but you got to pretend that you're not actually, you know, you, you, you can't let people know that you're an Atrian. So you're going to have to make yourself seem really against the Atrians. One of them comes up and just like, by the way. I think I accidentally created an anti-Atrian terrorist group. I'm sorry. I'm real seated into it, though. <laughs> I mean, I can lead it. Maybe the humans actually were pretty chill with Atrians. But it was like, just these secret tracks. The tracks were like, get in there, pretend you hate Atrians, and you'll kill <laughs> Stir up some unrest. <laughs> the, the person who made the sector is revealed to be an Atrian, just like, I don't know, I just... You said to make us seem like they hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so I made a ghetto for us to live in. <laughs> Whoopsie. I watched District 9. Now, to be fair, Zoe is also not nice to Terry. She tells calls Terry a stupid little girl, which is wild. Because How old is Zoe? I think Zoe must be an adult pretending to be a teenager. Like, she's got to be doing a Never Been Kissed. That, that's, that's what I, I, yeah, because, like, or else she... Like, I'm, I'm, the infiltration is weird for me at how, like, Beaumont was fine because yeah, he was an adult. Why are how, you making her be a teenager in high school? And how long have you been doing this for? Yeah, you didn't know that the Atrian 7 was the thing. I guess, yeah, there's no way the Tregs knew that Knox was doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, like, unless, I, maybe Caster might have told them. But, like, that little boy is only, like, three years old. Oh, I and don't... And we do find out that Gloria made integration happen so her boy would be safe. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's gonna be, so Zoe's the operative. It's not Taylor. That's when we get that scene where Drake's, like, splashing water on Taylor's face. Like, What's going on? What and, happened? <laughs> and Zoe refuses to work with Terry for reasons that she does not explain. Yeah. I, well, I guess because somehow... It's supposed the, to be Drake? Yeah, which is weird to me. Then why did you have to do this secret meetup if she knew it was Drake? Yeah. Ex- why did he have to leave her? No. Why couldn't she just pull him aside? Because why would she not assume that it was Terry? 
the daughter of the leader of the Trey. Or did he put his name on the note being like, <laughs> I'm Drake? Which seems like a bad way to leave a secret note. Drake. Drake. Drake is dumb. <laughs> we do know this. Hey, secret spy operative. My name is Drake. Meet me at the crap pot. I'm Drake. Here's a photo of me. <laughs> so um, Zoe refuses to work with Terry. Calls her dumb. Yeah. Drake bops on up. She also calls Drake dumb and it essentially insinuates the Drakes are going to murder him for having sex with Taylor. Oh, she, yeah, she'll do that repeatedly. I think really what she's setting up is that she now has power over Drake. Oh, she manipulates that poor dumb boy but, aggressively. But, but she doesn't do it with like, you do what I say or else I'll tell them. She says, you do what I say and then I'll tell them. <laughs> And, like, Drake was confused. That well, conversation was confusing. Well, and knowing that she treats it like, you're, you thought she was, was, the, uh, was the agent spawn? Like, Zoe, you're just as aggressively mean as Taylor is. You make just as much sense as she does. Well, Taylor is never mean. Like, Taylor has never been mean to the Atrians. She was a little bit in the beginning. But, but it was just because they, they might have accidentally ruined her carnival. And you know what? She didn't care if they were Atrian or not. She just didn't want her carnival ruined. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Taylor... Speaking of, still somewhat damp, sees Drake leaving with Zoe. <gasps> God, I never want Taylor to ever figure out what's going on, but I want her to keep, I want her to keep acting like she's in a... Like, team, yeah, well, I'm or even just like a 90210. Yeah. <laughs> but then like this deep sci-fi space plot's going on. I love it, Taylor. Meanwhile, Roman finds a... He, fi- he finds, yeah, I guess. He finds a business that's called Jesse's Tours. Like Jessiter. Well, because those lights are, are not only out, some of them are flickering. Which makes me be like, okay, so wait. So is Jessiter not a thing from their mythology? And just what they took from this sign? Or did they make the sign or did they make th- like or, that? Or did they, yeah, or did they somehow create this... Uh, Bayou Tours business with a sign called Jesse's Tours, but then have certain num- of the lights go. It. <laughs> I mean, the Atrians are very smart. We do know this. I know, but th- this feels like this is what made me feel like okay, maybe it's not an adaptation of their mythology, and maybe it's just it makes a lot of sense for teenagers because it's all been here. But it also life. makes sense that they would like figure this out. Okay, this is the route we go, and then you can't just write that. So then yeah. they just make up a myth. So if any humans hear it. Yeah, it's just, it's just funny because it has all the feels of like an Indiana Jones. It's been a it's you know it's been two hundred years and all this history has been lost. So so we're we're like trying to translate what they mean except for it's not it's just been ten years ago and these people are like let's do a riddle. So um, Roman sees the boat launch and he also sees the places where the fires go. Yeah, so he so he's, does that. He's going to make some fires. Meanwhile, Sophia has changed into the purple dress. And uh, Lucas thinks she looks beautiful, but she is distracted by Taylor, who is sad. And here's what I'll say about Taylor. Taylor is nowhere as mean to Sophia as she could be. It is kind of like a wild cutoff, though, because she's like talking to Lucas. Then she's like, over here. Yeah. And then Taylor's like, I don't have time for cute. I'm too sad. Yeah, what she says is you look sweet and innocent. And I don't have time for that. I don't have time for sweet and innocent. And then Sophia's just like, oh, and, and then leaves. she just walks. Away. And I'm like, that's not even really an insult. That that is just this person's clearly in a bad mood. But she still complimented her. Yeah. Like I thought for sure it was going to be Taylor's going to turn around and be like, you think just because you wear human clothes you get to be a human? She's not. <laughs> so Taylor, in her sorrow, is throwing like 
Um, she darts. She's doing darts. darts. Yeah. yeah, they're like um, technology darts. Yeah. And up comes Terry, who also throws a dart and is like, Taylor, you're bad at darts. Actually, what I really like is that the, the way this dartboard works is that these are actual darts. And it looks like they're throwing them into what I guess is a corkboard TV screen. Yeah. But it literally does just look like they're just Taylor's throwing just real throwing darts. Full on darts at a TV. And man, did I want that to someone to come up and just be like, what are you doing? Why? Stop throwing darts at the TV. There's a dartboard right next to it. That's a screensaver. But it turns out you're supposed to do this yeah. because Terry throws one and it hits a bullseye. Yeah. Now, Taylor is getting drunk off of a flask that is dumb. Yep. It Her- has a hole in the center. She has a f- <laughs> She has a future flask. It literally does look like, you know, audience out there, you know what a flask looks like? Take the middle, remove it like a donut. It's like a space flask. But, it, but that just means it can hold less liquid. And Terry thinks that Taylor is dumb, and Terry thinks that Taylor thinks that Terry should drink. But Terry does know that Taylor has alcohol, so yes, they will they will, they drink, will drink together. Huzzah! Uh, Zoe drives Drake out to just a field somewhere and taunts him more about Taylor. And about how he's going to be super dead, so he better dig that hole. I, but once again, she never gives him an ultimatum. She just says, "I tell him, and she'll slit your slit your slit your spoke your slit your throat or sever your spine." And she never says, "Like or, so, do this or I'll tell her." I swear, I thought he was going to hit her with the. <laughs> I know she's so mean to him. Why is he working with her? Well, because it's Drake, and Drake is a. Sweet boy who's gotten over his head. It was actually really sad that he turned down trying to find Elgita. He's given up on his dream. On Elgita. Now yeah. now all there is is the war. So Emery and Grayson do some investigation. They go mm-hmm. to the biker bar. They figure out who owns the sexy skeleton bike. And then Grayson's like... They're, they're unfortunately, it's not unfortunately a 10-speed biker bar. No, it's a motorcycle biker bar. Yeah. And Grayson tries to be like, maybe you should not go into the biker bar, Emery. I can go in because I'm, like, dynastically a Red Hawk. And Emery's like, I'm here for none of that. I will definitely go into that bar. You should not be alone in there. I've seen you with bad guys, and you're not good at it. (laughs) Hey! Okay. (laughs) Although he does have that knife. Let us not forget. And he does have a knife. He does does have a tiny knife. Uh, We're going to hang out a little bit with Terry and Taylor with a kind of commiserate about Drake. Though... I'm not sure if, t- if the idea is that, like, ta- I don't think Taylor knows that Terry's talking about Drake. No, I think th- she just thinks they're talking about dumb boys generally. Yeah, but really it's it's about Drake. Also, I'm not sure how everyone guessed that, that Drake and, I guess Zoe saw Drake and Taylor go to the washroom and went, God damn it. Oh, yeah. I guess they're... She was on her way over to go meet Drake and then. <laughs> which, which I guess that's, that'll be how she knows it's not Terry. Though you think she also would just assume there, I guess, because it's just a table. Anyone could sit at that table. She, yeah. This this meetup plan sucks. Vega must have told her it's going to be Drake. Which means why did you have to put out the, the message? You guys literally could have met at school. Anywhere. It didn't have to be during this. Like this. Well, I mean, I guess it did, but. Well, yeah, for what they're doing now, it didn't make sense there. But they could have met at school, and then Zoe could have done what they're doing right now, because what they're doing is, is that Drake is digging up Beaumont's body? How yeah. did Beaumont's body get there? So. I was also confused by this scene. Yeah. What I did like is Drake asked if getting the marks removed hurt. Yeah. And finally someone answered that question because he's asked that like numerous times. Though I don't know if she means metaphorically or not. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so they find Beaumont's body, and I thought that she was going to murder Drake. Like, I thought she was going to be like, traitors go on traitors. Oh, no, no. Is it... I, I was just more confused by the fact of why Beaumont's body is there. Yeah, how did he get there? Because he was murdered in the he sector. He was murdered in the sector, and now it's buried outside the sector, but they need his body. So why didn't they just not... Why didn't they just bury it in the sector? And why didn't, when they buried his body, do what they're doing now with the cube? Let's just do this whole cube thing. Okay. So, yes, that's a great question, because they could have just buried his body in that secret plant home well, that vega has no no no. the reason i'm fine with this so because here's what i think it is so the, the, they reveal they clarify an earlier scene for one mm-hmm. cypher grows out of the body of atriums which again remains awesome because cypher is way more complicated than just like a cool healing herb yeah. like there's a sacrifice involved yeah it grows out of the body of atriums and then uses their blood to heal things now black cypher also grows out of the body of Atrians. But only if you bury the cube where their body is. Well, I assume it's because the cube, when you put the cipher inside the cube, it creates like a dust. Mm-hmm. And what Zoe says is so they'll plant this, and then they, then when the black cipher grows, its spores will kill all the humans. So. So I have a question, <laughs> so though. They, they don't even like. They, so the reason they couldn't do it in the, um, uh, the sector is because it would have killed all the Atrians. But how were they planning on stopping it from getting into the sector and killing the Atreans? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Aaron. Um, they're not. This plan isn't very smart. I don't think you should base your world-killing technology... On based- the whms of the wind? <laughs> based on where the winds blow. Also, it looks like they're right by the sector, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it could blow right into them and, and it- avoid all humans. And originally, I was like, oh, you know what? Actually... I know what it is. It Because it's going to grow, it's like they put the black in the Beaumont, it's going to grow out of his body, and then it will only kill humans. No, wait, Beaumont's an Atrian. <laughs> so they're creating a weapon to kill Atrians. Well, no, but I think it can also kill humans, obviously. But it also also kills Atrians. Yeah, this is not a good, this is not a good biological warfare weapon. Because it's just like, where the wind goes, they shall die. Anyone will die in the path of the wind. And I guess the idea is they're like, maybe they're not bare. Near, near the sector, maybe they're actually doing this somewhere in Eden, um, Edendale. But it could, it could make its way to the sector. Well, no, absolutely, it could. The spores go so far. Now, I the only thing I can give them is that maybe Zoe isn't. Maybe, maybe it was not written well, and it's not actually that the spores. Maybe they have to come back and harvest. It's not I just like hope so. But Zoe definitely says that the spores will spread. But- and poor sweet dummy Drake should realize that he is like the most at risk to die from this because he leaves the sector all the time. He goes where the humans are. <laughs> so does so is Zoe. Oh yeah, she also goes where the humans are. She lives outside the sector. This this would presumably kill all of their operatives as well. I suppose the operatives would leave, but it's don't don't make a super weapon based on where the wind will blow that day. Now, Zoe eventually talks Drake into doing this by being like, so, I joined the Trakes because my dad was put in... The crate. The crate, which is jail. Yeah. Did you lose someone to the crate? (laughs) She already knew, definitely. Everyone knows that Drake has no parents. His mom is in the crate. He goes to look at her drawing on the wall all the time. And then Zoe's like, yes, sometimes do you have to go to the drawing because you forget what she looks like? Yeah, he says, I hope I'll see her. You know, I haven't seen her for eight years. I'm like, maybe his mom's in Algida. Because his whole thing is Algida. Yeah. Maybe his mom's alive in Algida. 
But Zoe says the way that they're going to get their people out of the crate is by the whims of the wind. The wind will kill all the humans, and then definitely not us or potentially the people in the crate. This is a dumb biological warfare, because how far is this one... One patch of black cipher going to travel. I mean, like we saw the stuff that ate Beaumont's face disappeared yeah. after it ate his face. Well, I mean, the the option is that either it travels very far and this is a very dumb plan, or it doesn't travel that far at all and it's a very dumb plan. These terror. I mean, not that most terrorists <laughs> have smart plans, but this is like a super dumb terrorist well, plan. I mean, the problem with it is that like you, here's the thing: just blowing up like. You know, a, a guard stand it's not a it's not a super involved detailed plan but it's effective for what you need it to do this plan is ineffective <laughs> up to the whims of fate i have no idea what's going to happen this with is, that stuff this is a real romeo and juliet level plan yeah. uh so back at the uh, potential path to algida roman <laughs> well gloria arrives and roman has just stepped off to the side to watch her because i guess he knew someone was following him i'm not sure if he did i think he just for a while i was confused what's going on here he did set the fires like hours ago yes he's just been waiting for the boatman to come so i think he just stepped back and gloria got bored and was like where's roman so he's been waiting for hours the boatman has not come he could not be more disillusioned and he shouts to gloria tell me why you're here and she's like well, I was in communication with your dad because he was worried the plan wouldn't work. Like, no, 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 no. But no, Roman, no. he couldn't tell anyone that <laughs> no, he was no, worried. No, 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 no. But he wanted an escape plan for his family. I am his family. He loved me. He, and then she's like, he loved me too, and I loved him. And Roman's like, yes, I'm his family. <laughs> mm. <laughs> she never reveals. She does not tell him about his brother. No. Yeah. Yeah. She does not do that. Instead, um, he. He's just like, none of it. It's like, you know, LG is a myth. My dad's a myth. All of my illusions about the <laughs> yeah. world are destroyed. I, I, I don't. I, I think he's overreacting. <laughs> he's had a bad day. Yeah. He's mostly upset because he thought that the. um. It was a secret message to him yeah, from his dad. Which is not. It's from Gloria. But he really takes it out on his dad. And my favorite line is, you kind of alluded to it, where he's like, LG is just a myth. Just like my father. <laughs> it's like, no, your father is demonstrably alive. Oh, you made me metaphorically. Oh. Um. Sure. Sure? <laughs> so off he storms into the night. And meanwhile, Emery and Grayson go into the biker bar. They go to the back. They find KP or KJ or yeah. KD. The KP, bike. It's KP. It's KP. It's KP. He was obviously warned because Grace is like, hey, we're looking for KP. And KP's like, ha I'm yeah. going to do a stab and a shoot at the same time. No more punches for me. <laughs> but Grayson, being somewhat clever, uh, it essentially threatens uh, KP with the, with the Red Hawk hierarchy. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm the son of the leaders of the Red Hawks. And I know who your leader is, Vartan, and I know he doesn't like insubordination because you didn't tell him what about your plan was. So, uh, you really screwed up tonight, sir. Now, unfortunately, he did not carry on. Now, Emery will be the one who will put the actual what you're, what you're supposed to do here thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, is that KP just like, well, I guess I'm going to kill you because if I kill you, then they won't know. And then Emery's, like, and Emery's like, no, 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 no. They will know, for I have sent a video of these threats and a text message to my friend Eric. Remember Eric, the guy you made be the lookout and take the fall for you? I mean, I guess there's no one else you could send it to, but 
Eric. <laughs> Eric. Mean, this is Eric's participation in the plan. Yeah. Emory and Grayson do the investigation. Eric gets a text message. Yep. Yep. So, uh, so now, so they have to like now turn yourself in, <laughs> and he does. He is very afraid of that tiny woman. Well, he's afraid of Vartan. Really, really, really. This Vartan pr- would make him dead. This proves that they, like, clearly they care more about this hierarchy than they do about going down for a crime, which really right. dem- demonstrates how scary the Red Hawks actually are. So, back at Yield Lucas's party. Apparently. Lucas gives some compliments to Sophie. He's yeah. like, Why did you take off the beautiful dress? You looked so beautiful. You're so cool. It was like, Look. Lucas, I'm not actually a, a dummy. Uh, I understand that you have a crush on me, but I don't have one on you. I have one on someone else. And she looks behind Lucas, and I'm like, who could it be? There's no who, other characters on the show. Sophia? It's Taylor! It's so good. Sophia has a crush on, of all people. Not Julia, which would be easy. Not Emery, which no. would also be... <laughs> She has a crush on Taylor. At least it's not Zoe. That would that's make it true. Rough. That'd be so heartbreaking. So, she, so she has a crush on Taylor, which is why she was able to be dragged away so easily. And Lucas will be fine with this. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas is sad, but, obviously, but uh, not as sad as Sophia's gonna have it. So I'm I'm actually kind of bummed because because I thought there was gonna be this dynamic that Lucas was going to be dating Sophia, who is Roman's sister. And I just want Lucas in more and more storylines, because yeah. I enjoy him his character so much. More connections. Because he doesn't have the Emery, like, um... Pathos? Yeah, and history. Uh, so he, he, he kind of plays, like, the, the normal guy. Mm-hmm. And he's not like Julia, who's, like, obsessed with the Atrians. Yeah. He's, just, he's just open-hearted and open-minded. Yeah. But this is also a very interesting story that's going to continue on because Taylor really has a thing for Drake until Drake <laughs> freaked out on her. <laughs> Threw water on her and pushed her. And pushed Drake. her. <laughs> so Emery is now at Lucas's party or outside of it at any means. I don't know. Everyone's everywhere. <laughs> and she, Roman's also there. Yeah, because she wanders up to Roman. She's like, how was your day? And he's like, not great. <laughs> yeah, they have their they have their um, uh, end of day catch him up. Mostly just being like, yeah, life is weird. Life is weird, Emery. And Roman's like, maybe freedom's not always great. <laughs> and Emery's like, mm, sometimes people go to jail. <laughs> it just reminded me. <laughs> So much of when um, when Sophia was like, I never had friends. And Emery's like, yeah. Because <laughs> clearly Roman's going through a lot and Emery just goes, yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, well, thanks for letting me wander around your town. And she goes, it's your town too. <laughs> thanks, Emery. Thanks, Emery. Uh, I mean, I didn't even know it was either of your towns. Edendale is not what I expected the sound to be called. And then Roman gets distracted because Terry's so drunk. And explains that both <laughs> she, yeah, she, and... she tries to kiss him and then just tells him about Drake. Drake's a trag. She's a trag. They're bad trags. No, there there was a mission, but apparently my mom didn't want me to do the mission. And Roman's like, oh, no, I shouldn't have gone on a walkabout. <laughs> I look at just turns around and goes, oh, boy. <laughs> Gets on the bus. Yep. I don't know how Drake got back to the, um, he, he had to have gone on that bus after them, right? Because we yes. don't actually see Roman and him talk until they're back in the sector. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Emery and Grayson are cute. 
Yeah, it's all it's not a lot here. I though I he like it's in a sweet Grayson to put a lot on and be like, oh Emery, you face down a, a big biker. I'm like you both face down. Yeah. Don't, Grayson, don't... you did do good. Yeah, she she just she just finished up what you were doing because much like uh, Zoe, you forgot the threat in your threat. <laughs> You were just like, I know this information. And they're like, okay. And? And? <laughs> so, and so they'd be like, they'll kill you. And? and what would you like me to do? Would you like to hold this over me? Or are you just going to tell <laughs> me that I will be dead? Yeah. <laughs> are you just going to, are you going to send a note to, <laughs> just send a note to, her, to Vega and just be like, Grapes. Grayson had sex with a human. Not Grayson. Drake had sex with a human. It was an accident. He thought she was a trag. <laughs> you know Zoe's not going to do that. No. No. Zoe, I don't I don't get what Zoe, Zoe is. Her <laughs> deal is. Um, so, speaking of people's deals, yeah. Gloria is still at Jesse's. She's still waiting, waiting by the fires. And up comes a boat because oh it my turns God. out finally the go the boatman of the damned just has a really terrible boat. It's just very slow. It took him hours, Aaron. Hours. But you heard it. It was like yeah. It's a it's a little boat, but like it seems like if you're you know Atrians who have escaped from a place and have to light signal yeah, fires on the shore, faster. you should be faster than that. Get a better boat. And it's not even like he was watching. He 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 definitely was not watching. He he comes up and is like, I don't understand. You're a human. And then she's like, Look at my baby. It's my- Nox's son. <laughs> yeah. And this is where I realized something that made me sad. So they sent um, the son off to Algeda. So sad. Son's crying. Uh, I watched this. You know how I watch the subtitles on? Yeah. Do you know what the boy's name is? Boy. They didn't even name the does character? Not have a character. Does not have a name. Oh. This is when we go, goes off. Like, the show doesn't name. Sometimes it just doesn't name people. Like, just give him, like, a name in your script. Because it... And obviously, it's because I watching with subtitles made that more clear that she. And she only says, "My son." Like, bring him out, my son, my but he, son. He's only credited as Gloria's son. Yeah, which almost makes me feel this less that we mm-hmm. that we as an audience never really got to know the you know the kid and her relationship Out, outside of the show being like it's a mother and son relationship. I wanted to be like, yeah. But I but, want to feel something about it. You know, the show is not great at any parent-child relationships. The most we get is Roman and his dad's absent relationship because his dad is dead. I think at the very least they could have given them a name. Yeah, they definitely should have named that little which boy. Ma- which makes me wonder, is that a is that going to be a plot point? that like, Or is he gone forever? His name's secret? It's, it's so weird that she just sent him off and, just, and he's just gone. They have to go to Algeta at some point, right? I hope so. And I really think that, I might guess that Drake's mom's in Algeta. Oh, Drake. Speaking of Drake, he's uh, hanging out over at the wall looking at his mom's face. Mm-hmm. And Roman's like, so, your mom, do you really think you're going to get her back through terrorism? Yeah. Do you think maybe if we tried with integration, things could be better? We've only been here for 10 years, <laughs> and it has been getting much better Is in it... like the past three months. We've been here for 10 years, though we speak as though it's been thousands. So maybe we should try to make a better future than our past. Though, though to be fair, even Roman is not fully involved in what he's saying right now. Most he, In fact, what he says to Drake is like, look, maybe my way isn't the right way. 
Maybe your way isn't the right way. Maybe we can figure out together how to do integration. And then Drake's like, nope, I'm going to do terrorism. See ya. I mean, really what it comes down to is that um, Roman does not know the Treg's final goal is genocide of all humans. I think he just thinks like, oh, they're going. They were going to want to threaten them until they. Yeah, they want to take the power yeah, and like put yeah, the they, humans in camps. Yeah, they essentially want to threaten their way to to a form of equality, mm-hmm. uh, and not uh, mass genocide based on which way the wind blows. Uh, but Drake does have a very interesting line here, I think, which is where he 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 essentially gives Roman the blessing to do whatever he wants, and he it kind of feels like he hopes that Roman succeeds. But he, if he doesn't succeed, then he's like, then I'm, then I'm coming in, and, and he's gonna be the like the warrior king. Though it sounds like didn't they kind of already do their plan? I mean, obviously now they have to wait for the cipher to grow. And who knows how long? Well, no, we know cipher grows fast. Maybe black cipher though might grow differently. That's true. Like, it, it, keep in mind they just put a they just put a cube with in a bunch ground. of like floating dust in Beaumont's face hole. <sighs> this all makes no sense. How is he outside? We can't do this. Who put him there? So, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. So, this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where logic became, like, so much floating murder dust drama? I did. And, like, I did like this. It was very sitcom-y, very fun. But um, Taylor and Drake just having some bathroom sex. (laughs) Taylor's aggressive flirting being misconstrued as being a spy. Because really... The threats that Zoe came with based on that, the threats didn't compel Drake to do anything. What compelled Drake to be a part of this was her talking about his mom. Mm-hmm. So that added actually nothing to the Drake storyline. And Taylor could have still just been sad seeing Drake leave with Zoe. Well, I'd... I guess only the Terry and Zoe telling Terry that she's dumb. I, I would give that I would I, that I would be more fine with this if Drake... If Drake had essentially been confused by it, went into the bathroom, and then realized, oh, you're not the operative. Oh, but I can have sex. Yes. Because cause then he doesn't seem like this weird, like, dope. <laughs> well, and it's kind of nice that Drake's, like, loyalties are kind of split. Like, obviously he wants powers for Atrians, but he doesn't hate humans well, because he had sex with humans. Well, and, and that way he's – that way he comes off more as, like – a foolish teenager. Take, yeah, yeah. Ruled by his hormones. Hormones, not. I'm a big dummy who <laughs> who like, like who thought that- I had sex with the operative. Like it's it's it would just it would come out more, and it could still be the same thing. Like he essentially is like, oh, I gotta go now because it, it, it makes him seem like he failed more of incompetence. That oh, well, I mean, both are incompetence, but like, but there are different types of incompetence. Well, because he could have he once he figured out, oh, you're not the operative. You just want to hit on me. He could have turned around and went out back to the the table. Mm-hmm. He decided not to. Instead, he decided to indulge. Which then we that's actually even a better threat because because then because then it wasn't an honest mistake. It was a choice. It was a choice that he made that he now has to deal with. And we know that, like, I think it's pretty obvious that Drake is going to have split loyalties. Yeah. All, so, of, all of the main atrians. Yeah. Are. So why not make him make a choice? Yeah. Kevin, did you find a CW moment? Man, 
I really wanted to give it to Beaumont, Beaumont's body being outside the thing. But the problem is that that is too much of a crux of the series. It's more of just a lot, like a plot hole. I just wish, and you know, I saw something on um, Facebook the other day that was like, everything that's not explained is not a plot hole. But this 100% is a plot hole. Yeah. Like, how did that body possibly get out there? Yeah, how did, how is, because I, I thought they were going to like, just de- like decompose it in acid. Like, you had to explain that to us. Yeah, because it makes no sense. And if they could do that, why couldn't the box go with it? I mean, because well, if because if they just claimed, oh, Beaumont died and sent him out with the guards, like, oh, it was a random death. But then why is he buried randomly in the woods well, and also, with no tombstone? And also, he died from having his face eaten off. I'm just going to give it to this whole Beaumont thing. It's too. It's I know it's a main correct point, but it's too illogical that like he didn't go out with the box. He, they so they had to do this other weird thing with the box. Why couldn't Why couldn't Drake meet with Zoe? At school, school or anywhere, or, or, why couldn't he know with the operative is Zoe? Or, or is the, or is the idea that um, Vega is communicating with someone she does not know on the outside? You know that's fair because she only took over the leadership of the Tregs recently, well, so maybe she doesn't know who all the operatives like, are. Like, because like, the thing is, that in that case, they should have thrown out a line there saying that there is a leader on the outside. We don't know about who's who's who is managing all the outside operatives because there's got to be someone managing beaumont and zoe and Mm -hmm. presumably the other spies maybe vega only knows a code name for the outside operative because that was all she was given when she came in Mm -hmm. i don't know the the thing about this show is there's a lot of because a lot of it's very interesting there's a lot of stuff that when you look at it too closely just falls apart like i don't understand how zoe could be in school Really? When did she start? And who are, like, does she have fake Atrian parents? Well, does she have fake human parents? Well, because like, she, she said that her father, like, her, so her father was taken to the crate, and then she spent years without him. Which means she can't, she came She has from, no parents. Yeah, she she went from the sector to the outside world. So where does she live in the outside world? Maybe who she, looks after her? <laughs> maybe she just appears at school, and they're like, do you go here? And she's like, yeah. She's friends with, she's one of the mean girls with Taylor. Which means she's been around for a while. She's integrated. Because it's a big deal that um, Emery and Julia are new. It comes yeah. up not insignificantly. I, I figure at the very least, she must have been there from the beginning of high school. Oh, yeah. Remember how Grayson was new last year? Yeah. Um, so it's – so the thing is that it's – She's been out for four years. At the ver- – are they in – I think th- they're 16. So they're in grade 11, I guess. Yeah. Um, and she definitely lived in the sector, was snuck out, mm-hmm. had her markings removed. But – And then integrated into high school. I do agree with you. I think she's older than 16. Yeah. I think she's an adult pretending to yeah. be a kid. <laughs> she's, what, what do you say? She's never been kissing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm not saying you need to explain to me all of Zoe's backstory. There's just so many holes. Like, I need more details about this network of Atrians, I guess. It doesn't feel like it works. And it feels like what what we need is we need a character who is the head of the Trags outside the sector. Yes. And maybe we'll meet with that, so maybe this will all resolve itself again. I'm fine with shows explaining things later, Mm -hmm. because I think seasons especially should be taken in one chunk. I'm just very confused right now. Yeah, yeah. But that is that for this episode. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of things. Maybe once those that cipher grows, it'll start killing people. Who knows? On the wind. I <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I just can't with that plan. You know what would have been really cool? If we had shown, because um, Vega's a part of the plant, like the, um, the farming yeah. tribe. 
if we had shown them like doing some like genetic manipulation, like some GMOs <laughs> on the cipher to make a black cipher that only kills humans. Like, wouldn't that have been cool? Yeah, but the, the problem is that they just take Cypher and they drop it into a... So they can take Cypher, drop it into a cube. That cube makes death powder. And it can kill anyone. And then if you put that in a human, the human will grow raw Black Cypher. But we've only ever seen Black Cypher as a dust, which makes me think that it is just spores. So and she just, said it's spored. So it'll just come out of the body in spores and hopefully blow towards the town. And hopefully there's no Atrians nearby, Drake. <laughs> Hope you don't kill Algeda. <laughs> Algeda's so deep in the bayou that only a boat can get to it. Uh, man, yeah, I don't know what's <laughs> going to go with that, but we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll 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 touch on that when we get to it. So please give us your like guesses for what's going to happen in the future. You can tell us on the social medias. We're podcast MOA, podcast MOA. We're at Instagram, we're at Twitter, and we're at gmail.com. And if you don't have any predictions for the future. That's fine. You can also help us out by giving us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions. Go to Apple Podcast, um, Spotify, whatever Google Play is called now. Go to your podcaster of choice. Tell people that we're awesome because Riverdale is coming back and that's where our money is. Yeah. And I keep meaning, keep meaning to say this every single week, but if I remember it, uh, being a good person with publicity, you can uh, check out my books, uh, Endless Hunger and All Gods Fall, uh, available on ebooks. And the print book for All Gods Fall Season 1 is coming out soon. I just have the, uh, the print copies coming to me so I can check for any errors. Man, the pandemic's really slowed down getting print copies of anything. But, like, you know, you want that book on your shelf, yeah. so that seems like a great 2021 gift to yourself. Oh, it, yeah, 2021, definitely. Unfortunately, I do not think it's got to be there give, by holiday season. Give it to yourself in 2021. Celebrate making it through 2020. Yeah. Uh, so all that's available on my website, kevinweirbooks.com. And you can find there and all a bunch of other things. Yay, please yeah. support Kevin and also us through the wonders of the internet. All right, we'll see you next week. What will happen when the Black Cypher matures? Is Gloria's son safe in Algeta? Where the hell is Beaumont? Buried. Ashes to all this and more in the next episode of Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast?